When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't go away. There's much more coming on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Technical Difficulties, March 9th, 2005. And welcome back to Technical Difficulties. I'm your host and producer, Kyan Chris Conroy. And uh, this week on the program, I have a special return guest of John Henry, co-writer and co-conspirator uh, here on Technical Difficulties. We got stuff for you. We got a new Zoo Patrol. We got some tomfoolery and such. And Oh, just listen. This is a good one, though. I think, I think this is one of our stronger, the stronger ones, so I think you'll enjoy it. Kick back and relax. It's time for Technical Difficulties. And here we are just chatting, me and John. So, uh, Chris, I yeah. was going through my notebook and uh, on the back cover. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know why, but I wrote, Today My Room, Tomorrow the World. Oh. When did you write that? Uh, yesterday. So, how's that working out for you? Uh, my my room's still dirty. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I th- thought I'd try and tackle the world first. Mm. How's that going? Uh... You know, just kind of, kind of going, just testing things out. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I went for a walk around the block today. Yeah. I seemed all right. Yeah. yeah, it was a good day for it. But, uh, you know, I think I got, I think I got that that part of the world down. You yeah. Know, I, I kind of stared down a dog and a and a kid in a stroller. Yeah. yeah what did his mom do? I don't know. I didn't. Oh, know. okay. But the kid stopped staring, so I think I won. All right. So, you know, 38th and Grand, got that one under control. Cool. Um, then from there, I don't know. I was just going to uh, maybe maybe Tokyo. Just you don't think you'd work up to, like, maybe, like, you know, the Tangletown or something, you know, one of the neighborhoods, like the creek or something? Uh, I Well, I guess, you know, that would <laughs> be you logical. You just want to yeah, ramp it up slowly, you know. I remember when I strain, you know, when I sprain something. There. Yeah, I think I'm gonna clean my room tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then, then go from there. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. What else did you write in your notebook? Anything? <laughs> Ask Pitts how the storm is going. <laughs> and did you? How is the storm going? I don't remember. Oh. I didn't. That w- that was longer ago than than I yesterday. Guess. Yeah. So he doesn't know about this whole world conquest thing you have going then? I don't think so. I haven't talked to him in, in years. Uh, he'll find out, though, yeah. and he'll rue the day. 
ruin the day. How does one Tomorrow. rue the day? I've just never. I don't even know what the word rue means, uh, other than rue morgue or like. Yeah, I think he'll just street the day in was, France. Yeah. So you street the day in it's France. A, That's when you ruin so it. You rue it. When you rue. rue. You're just standing there in the street. I, I just the day in the street. You just stood there. Well, you know the French. It doesn't in sound there. like a whole lot of a big punishment to me though, just to go standing in the street. You know when it's like. Something bad happens, or you say you're going to do something, and then it doesn't work out, and then you rue the day. You just walk out in the street. Yeah, but it's like, in France. They're rude there. All right. And they piss on the street in France, evidently. Yeah. So maybe maybe he won't be wearing shoes. Well, you know. he w- No shoe rue the day is what he'll do. And you, he'll be standing there in the middle of the street in France with French and pissing going, oh, this sucks. I never should have said that. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. He would have done that. So... I I wrote a letter to the to the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You want to hear it? Yeah, you're like, yeah. Go ahead, read it. All right, I just gotta find it. Dear world, I guess I don't know you that well. Twenty three years it's been, huh? Seems like a while, but <laughs> you gotta understand that's like a minute for you. Huh? Well, not a minute. Uh, a minute is like a minute for you, but it's it's not long. I mean, what's 20 years in comparison to billions or trillions or however old you are? So is Earth Day like your birthday? Probably not, just a thought. So how are things? Lithosphere treating you all right? Sliding around all over the place? Oh, I was in an earthquake once. That was a trip. And mountains. Yeah, mountains. Those are cool, too. It's a good thing those don't go out of style like coats, because I don't know what I'd do if if you wanted a, a new wardrobe. So if I jumped up and down, or like jumped down from the top of some stairs or something, would you feel it? Just just curious. Anyway, uh, I don't really know too much about you. Uh, I'm just a person. Just a guy, really. No one too important, if you ask me. Well, not really, if you ask me. Uh, if you ask me, I'd probably say I wasn't important, but think I was the best thing to happen to you, which is why you uh, probably wouldn't ask me anything. Uh... Do you talk to other planets? No, probably not. Anyway, got to go. Sorry about using you like an ashtray. I'm a little too self-absorbed to do any better. Either that or too lazy. John. I'd, uh, I'd like to take a moment here just to do a quick editorial, if that's okay. Have you noticed that people in general are stupider lately? Stupider, more superstitious, more petty less willing to listen to reason and facts. And they're a lot more politically motivated. It's a lot more religious, a lot more paranoid, a lot more superstitious people. I mean, politics is basically like a team sport. That's my contention these days. So people are getting dumber, and they're getting more involved with politics, and they are going to elect officials to represent their worldview. Very soon in America, I expect to hear conversations like this going on. Morning, Frank. Morning, Ed. And how are you? Did you read the paper oh, this morning? I I'm certainly did. Oh, isn't it awful? Terrible. I don't know what it's going to take to fix things. It's, it wasn't like it's this when we terrible. grew up. I wasn't like that. I just did. Mm. Something has to be done I about agree. it. 
Someone, well, someone's just got to deal with these people 100%. They're I, the root cause of the I, problem. I can't and it's disagree. absolutely essential that someone, someone step in and do something about it. Well, I think it's high time the government did something about all of these <laughs> demons. You mean aliens? It's demons. Aliens. No, demons. No, aliens. Demons. It's the aliens. Look, I'm not prepared to argue Look, with I you didn't, about I've got a butt implant to prove that the Greys are taking over everything. Over everything. No, it's the Greys. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold on a second. Why don't we just find out what the president thinks about all Why, this. that sounds like a capital idea. Here, let me turn on C-SPAN. Ah, there's our values-ridden president addressing the crowd right now. Yes, I'm sure he has it all hashed out. Let's listen in. Fellow Americans, we're facing a crisis of divisiveness in our culture, one that must be overcome before we can go forward. The proposal I have placed before Congress, which I hope to garner some bipartisan support for, will manage to pit both the demons and the aliens against one another by using our greatest resource, America's Army of Mummies. Yes, it's America's Fighting Mummies, our latest weapon in the battle against the Axis powers. These battling boys in bandages are primed and ready to take on the enemy wherever they may stand. So look out Hitler, look out Tojo, straight from America's heartland and right into the heart of battle. Here comes the Marching Mummies. Gentlemen, Gentlemen, if I may have your attention, please. Thank you. That newsreel that you just saw was released to the public six months ago in attempts to promote our new fighting force. And since then, our attempts to defeat the Nazis and the Axis powers with an army of fighting mummies has been nothing short of a complete failure. They have been completely worthless against the squads of German vampires and the ghouls and goblins that are currently possessed by the Italian forces and occupying the Carpathian Mountains. And while thankfully the Imperial Japanese Army has yet to deploy a single monster squad, our attempts to invade their strongholds in the Pacific have turned out to be a complete failure as well. The mummies that were deployed into the surf got their bandages soaked and became tangled. They were slow and all they did was moan. The Japanese simply ran away from them. Then they hid in the jungle and hurled insults at them. At which point, the soggy, wet mummies became, and I quote, very, very sad. I put forth to you, gentlemen, that America's image as a fighting force has been tarnished by the use of these mummies. We've wasted millions of taxpayers' dollars on a completely ineffectual weapon. I would like to bring the developer of that weapon, Professor Irving Schofield, to the front to explain what could have gone wrong. Professor. Ah, hello. Uh, I'm uh, Professor uh, Science uh, Man, and we uh, took the money that you gave to Army to build mummies, and we found that... uh, Science and research came to uh, make the uh, uh, bandages for and uh, fighting force that we could enemies. Uh, um, oh, and uh, we made an army of oh mummies to fight uh, uh, Axis powers to and uh, battlefield with science uh, to uh, uh, um, hello. Though not considered factual as a fighting force during World War II, research and development of monster armies continued by the United States throughout the Cold War era. The period of the 1950s, affectionately remembered as the Atomic Age, saw a shift away from the traditional monsters of the past, such as ghouls, ghosts, and goblins, werewolves, and vampires, 
and to the mutated, irradiated freaks of nature of the modern age. Otherwise innocuous creatures were exposed to extremely high levels of atomic radiation, thus growing huge in size, breaking out of control, and destroying large parts of real estate and human lives. Experiments included giant spiders, giant praying mantises, giant ants, and Glenn Manning. Though costly and very, very deadly, it was extremely popular with the American people and continued until the Geneva Convention banned the use of giant monsters in warfare in 1972. Tad, huh? Tad, could, could, I, could uh, I have a word with you for just a second? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. What, what is it? It's, it's about the, uh, the giant scorpions, the, Ted. Do the, you remember those? This, the what? The, the giant, giant uh, scorpions, you know, uh, the ones we've been whoa. working on here together alone uh, for the past year uh, oh oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i remember yeah, yeah those. sure what about them um they're god ted uh, oh gone oh yeah they're gone oh, uh, oh. they're not in their corral and the gates wide open y- uh, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that would you oh oh um, uh, the gate out back yeah the uh, one you uh, had the key for it yeah, it's, Did it's wide open, Ted, oh. and it has been at least since yesterday morning, as near as oh. I can tell. And oh. there's scorpion tracks leading out into the desert, oh. away from the open corral gate. Oh, uh, are you sure? I yeah. Mean, did you look, like, <sighs> everywhere? It might still be. Ted, Ted, you know? they're, not, they're not there anymore, oh. Ted. They're gone. Oh. They've, oh. they've all escaped. Shoot. Okay? That's 12 months of work. Oh. God, giant, irradiated mutant scorpions are uh, are loose. Uh, that's bad. Yes, Ted, that's very bad. Oh. Okay, Man. very dangerous mutants. God, oh. Ted, God. Oh, shoot. Would you like to know where they are, Ted? Sure. Yeah. They're in Phoenix, Ted. They're in downtown oh. Phoenix in a pitched battle with the United States Army right now. Uh, they've leveled half the city, in fact, and killed thousands. Bummer. Uh, Ted, have, have uh, I mentioned yeah. to you you're probably the worst assistant I've ever had? Yeah, yeah, you said that a couple of times. Uh-huh. Since yesterday, I think. And it uh, it still holds true today. Oh. Just, just, just to... In case you're wondering. Mm. So does does that mean I'm fired? Ted, this is a federal job. Oh. Of course you're not fired. Oh, cool. Well, what's done is oh, done. Well. We got anything else around here we could make huge? Oh, yeah. I meant to tell you, uh, the shipment of wasps oh. came in. Uh, they're, they're, they're right over there in the radiation chamber. Giant venomous wasps? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm all <laughs> about that. Let's fire that puppy up. <laughs> Sweet. And in anticipation of the Cup Finals, the city of Nottingham was razed to the ground. In other news, the city of Los Angeles, California, was also destroyed this morning by a large swarm of mutant irradiated wasps. A spokesman for the United States Special Secret Giant Insect Irradiation and Weapons Development Team was quoted as saying, Oh, oops, sorry about that, my bad. And that's the news. Hey, Cayenne. Yeah. I just got a letter in the mail today. Really? Yeah. It's addressed to me. Yeah. That's probably why I got it. Um, but the return address is 
the earth. Really? Yeah. Um, let's see what it says here. Uh-huh. Here, so you can take the envelope. Okay. Oh, wait. Look at that. It's oh! It's full of rocks and, and dirt. And I think, what That's is that? That's thoughtful. And a piece of the ocean. Whoa, oh. It's weird. How did they keep it solid? I'll like get that? a I'll get a towel. That's no, it's no, it's solid. Look at that. It's clear though. I think there's brine shrimp in there. They're still moving. Aren't those really? like sea monkeys? Yeah. Yeah. But they're they're moving. How are they moving inside of a cell? Su- I'm not even gonna ask. Earth I've, is magic. It is. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we'll write a le- another letter. Yeah. Okay. Well, here this is what it says. Okay. Dear John. And that never sounds promising. No, no, not from the earth, no. Uh, thank you for your letter. Mm. In response to your questions, no, you don't. Yes, a minute is like a minute. It's not polite to ask one's age. No, it's not really Earth Day. Yes. No, they don't. Yes. That answers it. I knew it. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew? I guess there's only one way of finding out. You have to ask. Please wear softer shoes in the future. No. I won't. That's promising. Yeah, that's good. Don't have to worry about that anymore. And um, smoking is bad for your health. Oh, I think it's supposed to read, smoking is bad for your health. That's kind of weird punctuation. Yeah. Maybe it's a dialectical yeah, it could thing. Be. Maybe they were um, just maybe dictating it. Perhaps. Perhaps. Let's see here. Um, it says, uh, yes, actually, and I think... We should start seeing other planets. Oh. Um, so. Harsh. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Sounds like Earth's new thing is Venus. Oh. Ooh. Sounds promising. Yeah. I don't know if uh, the next line is okay for uh, broadcasts. Uh, this is a podcast. We can say anything. Well, I'm just going to save this one for myself. Oh, okay. You know what the really sad part is, though? No. The, re- there's the return address simply says the Earth. Yeah, and this envelope is not recyclable. Isn't that isn't that fucked up? Well, you know, and I don't feel as bad <laughs> right. now. Okay, well, we're done with that. So much for the letters part of the show. You think these are really real rocks from the Earth? Uh, maybe they're moon rocks. Oh, you know what I forgot? What? The um, stamp intern joke. Dude, I thought we did that. That's all right. Oh. Gee, did the Earth really sign that letter, John? Uh, it looks like a stamp. Oh, does it? Doesn't look like a real ballpoint pen there. No. Oh, it was probably an intern. Must a, have been. A mountain signed it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's a paid internship. I'll look into it tomorrow. No, I decided yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I was tomorrow my room you, you, tom- and later. Sometime yeah. the world. All right. So, yeah. Uh, but I'll look into it. Okay. And now, back to Zoo Patrol. Sylvia! Danny! 
You know why I'm here, right? No. Damn it. I've completely forgotten myself. Oh. Coffee? Certainly. Don't mind if I do. Uh, do you need a cup? I can, I've got this I, one. Yes, I seem to have misplaced oh, so mine. I'll just dump these pencils I, Excellent. Uh, here you are. There. Ah. Black as midnight on the Serengeti. Ah. Wow. That has got to be the hottest cup of coffee I've ever had. I can't feel my tongue. Well, it is fresh. Excellent. So, how was your weekend? Oh, pretty quiet. Oh, really? Uh, what did you do? Well, I read a book, I rented a couple of movies, and... Uh, Ooh, oh, then I had an 18-hour orgy on, on Sunday with about mm, 12 male friends. I think I might be pregnant. You don't say. Well, we'll just have to wait the standard nine-month gestation period and see what comes out. Yes. Palmer! Palmer? What's going on out there? It's pure pandemonium. Oh. There, there are people running and uh, screaming and the animals. And you, is that fresh coffee? It certainly is. Oh, Help yes. yourself. Here you are. Oh, oh. thank you. Thank you. Just uh, can, I, can I get some cream there? Sugar? Here. Just so exciting outside. Pepper. So, how are things? Well, I scorched the inside of my mouth and Sylvia's pregnant. Pregnant, are you? Well, maybe. And what was that you were saying about pandemonium and chaos? Oh, oh yes. Uh, there's animals loose and there's uh, people are running around. Paul, ah, that's it. What? That's why I came in here. One of the animals oh, got oh. loose. Oh, no. Oh. This, yes, oh, it was the... Tallish one with uh, the um, the stare and uh, uh, large nose. Um, uh, I, could you, it walks, you um, know, it on the the elephant. No, no, that oh. that wasn't oh. it. No, that one's uh, no. Which did the? Uh, it it uh, kind of has um, four what? four they, legs four. and feet and uh, feet on the bottom. Uh, um, a tail. It's always its face is in the it's in the ground. Oh, it, uh, oh, oh, was, oh the anteater. Yes. Oh, that's oh, the anteater. Yes, it's huge and it's destroyed half of the park. The hot dog stands are all gone and all the peanuts have I, what somehow disappeared. Are you sure it's not the elephant? Sylvia, do you have a PhD in zoology? No, but I didn't think so. And I know an anteater when I see one. It used its huge ivory tusks to uh, knock over a school bus full of children. Uh, well, now, you see, Danny, now that makes it sound like it's an elephant. I mean, Palmer, what do you think? About the coffee? It's wonderful. It's the best no, coffee I've had all day. Palmer, we're talking about the situation outside with the anteater escaping. Uh, the anteater's escaped out there. I, it's, I, this is a disaster. It's, it's pandemonium again. Palmer, what we need to do right now is stay calm. Get some towels and a first aid kit. You poured your coffee down my leg and it's still as hot as the sun itself. Oh, sorry. Oh, Brett, there you Brett. are. Palmer, Danny. Hello, Sylvia. <laughs> Haven't seen you since Sunday. <laughs> so you're the lucky bastard. I said maybe. Anyways, I don't have time for your office shenanigans. 
We caught the escaped elephant. Uh, there, you see. Yeah, she was over by the ant farm. What? Slipping her long tongue down all the holes, slurping up some of the ants. <laughs> Excellent work, Brett. There, Sylvia, see? Nothing for you and your little bun in the oven to worry about. Fine, fine. No, just, just a minute. Wait a second. What, what about the escaped anteater? Not to Hot worry, not coffee. to worry. Although she is a crafty one, I've got my best men on it. They've got tranquilizer guns and peanuts. And I've personally strategically placed mice all around the park just to scare her back into ah. her pen. It's only a matter of time. Is that coffee? Yes, it is. And still piping hot. Join us next week on Zoo Patrol when you'll hear Danny say, Which is the animal with the feathers and the, the beak? The talons just clawing at rodents and wings. Um, the eagle? Now, Sylvia. <laughs> And that was our show for this week. Uh, again, big props and big thanks to uh, John Henry, who's going to be a regular writer and appear or actor person, especially if we do Zoo Patrol on our show, which is now our show as opposed to just simply my show, unless, of course, I'm just working on my own sometimes. Whatever. Uh, so we'll be back again next week with more fun. I hope you're enjoying it. I hope it's uh, picking up okay. Tell your friends. Thank you for listening to Friday Follies right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic, live, and theatrical audio plays. Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama. Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine. Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama. Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike. And Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.